Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yes, guys, I'm Sai. Welcome to Ace Podcast Nation. Welcome to Patreon.com slash Ace Podcast Nation, the home of the big debate live. We are back for another couple of subjects to discuss. If you missed last week's episode, then uh, you can check that out uh, at the same link as it was before. It's going to be uploaded to uh, the main channel later this week. Uh, This one will be up next week. So, uh, guys and girls, if you're watching this after... So if you're watching this on the main channel a week later, come join us on patreon.com slash acepodcastnation. It's only a couple of quid per month, and you get this, and you get lots of other stuff. And of course, you get to join the live debate. You get to have your say. You get to get involved in the live shows. That's what you want. That's what you love, is having your say. Telling us when we're wrong. Telling us when we're right. That's what it's all about. So uh, get involved. We've got a nice fun one tonight. We're going to discuss cyclists. We're going to discuss the names of red and various things like that. You know, the real hard-hitting subjects. We are, uh, as we move through the weeks, we've got a few other ones to debate later on, like gender and the royal family, which I'm really looking forward to. Might do gender next week, but I think the gender one will be a whole show just on that, and it's going to get fired. It's going to get fiery tonight. But uh, cyclists is going to be an interesting one because people feel very strongly about cyclists. And uh, I think I might upset some people tonight, but we'll see. Um, as always, I am joined by the man, the myth, the legend that is uh, none other than Mr. Reese Pycroft. How are you, my friend? All good, mate. All good. Glad to be back again. Can't wait to put cyclists, I mean, talk about cyclists. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fun. The, um, so, right, uh, tomorrow, by the way, tomorrow on the main channel, a uh, new episode's coming out uh, of my story. And it's uh, it's with our youngest guest ever, uh, 16 years old, rated as like the highly, the, the most highly rated uh, Welsh combat sports athlete in the country. 
you wouldn't think he, he was 16. Um, my boy is 17 and my other boy is 15. And um, it was not like having a conversation with them. It was like having a conversation with an adult. Uh, it was really fun, though. It was really interesting, like, to just to speak to someone so young, but, like, someone who could also just kill me in, like, 10 seconds. So, you know, there's that as well. He is, uh, as described by uh, UFC ja- UFC star Jack Shaw, the, the baddest 16-year-old on the planet. Um, he is very highly rated. You and Yohan Thomas, 8 o'clock tomorrow night. Check it out. Youngest guest ever. Well, what do you think about that, then, Reese? Because I know you like your, your UFC and your MMA. I, I, I've seen pictures of young Thomas and years of him and things, mate, but I really did not fucking know he was 16. I can't believe that. It's scary, mate, isn't it? You know what I mean? Fucking. He fight, like, he has, he has asked him, one of the questions I asked him was, like, when was the last time you fought someone your own age? And he was like, I think I think he said years, like a couple of good couple of years. Like he's fighting grown men and he's unbeaten that's as well. Scary, man. Yeah, it's frightening, that's mate. That's one that's fucking sixteen. Yeah. Uh, well, mate, that guy said to you, one of the things I was playing one of the ideas I was playing about with for like a Patreon show or something was doing a show with my boys who are like 13, 15, 17. Yeah. And one of the reasons I kind of went against it in the end. Because I thought it'd be quite interesting, something different, a bit of a different dynamic as well. Um, but like one of the reasons I went against it was just because of social, like just some of the messages that I get, let alone like some of the messages that other people get. So I just wasn't sure about that. But like I don't like I kind of can't explain it. Like very different conversation to what I'd have with my boys. Like it just was not the same in any way. But um, proper old on your shoulders. Yeah, yeah, it's really, it's really interesting. Really, uh, is a combo. scary, scary prospect for MMA. He's not even a man yet, and look at him. Yeah, it's, uh, it's it's scary, really frightening. And like when you see some of the people who are sort of bigging him up as well, like people who really know what they're talking about. So like, yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. Um, we've also got a. Uh, Boxing, a new boxing show coming, which doesn't feature me. Uh, it features uh, Ben, who is a regular on the fight show uh, as our boxing pundit. He's going to be hosting it uh, with former world title contender uh, Michael Olajady, who you would have seen on a previous episode of My Story. Is uh, trained, or he's an A celebrity A list trainer, uh, trained like Chris Hemsworth for his role as Thor and uh, loads of other different. To people, so hoping that's going to start on Sunday. It's going to be a short, sharp half hour on the Facebook page, um, talking like the latest stories from boxing and stuff like that. Obviously, there's the Connor Ben Chris Eubank fight coming, there's the Tyson Fury Anthony Joshua, will they won't they fights and stuff. So, there's going to be lots to talk about. So that's just been be... called off, haven't they? Yeah, oh, god knows, mate. At the end of the day, like who knows, I think. You know, if the money's right, it'll probably happen. It's just one of them. They're just, they're like, uh, just going back and forth, and they just, yeah, to sign of, I don't know, it's just typical boxing. But it'd be, um, it'd be nice to have like a different bit of content, but a different show doesn't feature me. So it's a different voice and different, um, things. But please do support it because, um, but one, they both uh, know their boxing. Inside out, obviously, one's a former world title contender for some of the biggest names in history of boxing, and one of them, Ben, is a, like an encyclopedia of 
boxing knowledge like his the way the way he can pull out facts and dates and history is unbelievable so that's going to be a really good little facebook show um so please check that out hopefully this sunday if not this sunday it'll be the sunday after but uh tell your boxing friends as it were and uh you know join the party as it as it, as it were so let's rock and roll let's get uh, let's get talking i think uh, i think last week we sort of started on the more serious subject and then we yeah. left the light-hearted one till last so I think we'll reverse that this week and we'll right. start with the, the light-hearted one and we'll move on to the to the more, I think, the one that's going to get more conversation out of it. Uh, we'll do that second. So um, the suggestions were, what do you call the end of a loaf of bread? So for me, I, I didn't even think realise that was a thing. So, like, I was a bit confused by that, but we'll discuss that in a minute. Um, and then the other part of that, which kind of coincides with it, is what you call a bread roll, um, which is controversial, but it shouldn't be. But it is. People get their knickers in a twist about it. But we'll discuss that as well. Um, where do you stand, first and foremost, Reese, on the end of a loaf of bread? I've always called it a crust until I was an adult. And I don't call it wrong with kids, but I call it the slag. Everyone touches it, but no one really wants it. And the dad always ends up with it. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. So we haven't really got a debate for it, because that's what I, I call it the crust. I've, it's the only thing I know it know it by is, is the crust. And uh, until I've just saw that Will says um, his missus is from Northern Ireland and she calls it a heel. But it's got to be the I'm, crust. Like, I've never heard it. I've heard people call it the heel. Nothing but, the, like, I've never heard of anything other than the crust. Um, so, for me, that's just the way it is. It's the crust. But I, what I will do to keep everyone happy is I will I will ask Google what is the, loaf, the end of a loaf of bread called before we move on to the bread rolls. Because you know there might be like some people. Yeah, all I've ever heard, I've heard people call it the crust. Yeah, I've, I've, I've only, I only, I didn't even realize it was a thing, mate. That's... So yeah, the heel. Um, apparently, in a survey, heel is like the is the popular one. Uh, the heel of the bread or heel of the loaf. Right. But yeah, never heard of it, mate. Myself, and uh, that's why I found this and like. Um, I think it was Will actually who said like one of the subjects we could do like light-hearted ones is like the order that you make a cup of tea and I was like but there's only one yeah. way to make a cup of tea the right way like if you make it any other way then you're not making a cup of tea but obviously there's the American way where they do it with a tap which is obscene um, well they just use hot water yeah just hot water from the tap into a tea bag is vile. No, um, no, And then obviously, then there's other things like, um, what's it? The, what was I gonna say? The, um, oh, I don't know. My memory's gone, man. I was going to say something. It's really valid and it's just gone. Where's it gone? Cups of tea, how to make them. Jesus Christ. Uh, oh, cereal. Tell you cereal. Oh. Some people put milk yeah. in before the cereal. I mean, what the fuck's that about? 
How can you do that? You don't know how much cereal you're gonna. No, 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 you, you, you no. My missus. Cereal floats. Like, my missus no. barely has any milk on her cereal, and it but drives me insane. So like she's oh, my kids cereal. cereal sometimes, and I have to get. I literally have to give her the milk because, like, I'll put like a tiny bit on, and she's like, "Oh, that's too much." I'm like, fuck no, come on now. <laughs> I like to have my cereal floating in the milk, but shit. In fairness, I think we're pretty sure she's got a dairy intolerance as well. So like, there's that too. But like, yeah, um, yeah it makes a difference. But like, some people don't like milk and all that, I suppose. But like, I'm I've always been a big milk drinker. Um, Will says he'd rather eat the slag than the heel, wouldn't we all? Um, <laughs> It's the, the cup of tea, though, can I, can I just say my perfect way for the cup of tea? Yeah, as long as it's the right way. If it's the wrong way, then we're going to have an issue. I go to the cupboard, I get the tea bags, I throw them in the bin, I go get a nice coffee, and then I go from there, mate. Mm, good effort. That's, good effort. that's the only way I can make a cup of tea. Yeah, Americans, they, uh, they put the tea bag in the, in the cup, and then they go and put, um, they go to the tap, and they put the hot tap no. on until it's hot. And then they make warm tea that way. I just think it's rank, no. mate. So some no, people, some people will put the milk in the cup first. Um, yeah. So here's the thing, right? Uh, in my opinion, if you're making a cup of tea, that is disgusting, and you should be never allowed to make tea again. However, if you're making coffee, like a like a proper straight coffee, and you have milk in it. You can put the milk in first. I think that's acceptable. But, it, it is the proven way with coffee, but I go milk second with both, mate. Yeah, I mean, I don't drink straight coffee. I tend to drink like cappuccino sachets and shit. If I yeah, I, I I got all different size mugs as well, so it's hard to yeah. Drink. You gotta have certain mugs for certain things as well. Yeah. Um, but like the the tea, you put the tea bag in, the sugar in, then you boil the kettle, you put the hot water in. And you leave a little bit of room to put some milk in, and that's it. Like, and yep, if you want that's your tea strong, like if you want your tea strong but milk, you can have it strong and milky. And this is why I had this conversation with someone fairly recently because they were like, "I said, oh yeah, I like it quite strong," and they put like the the my minute amount of milk in it, and then kind of took the tea bag out like thirty seconds later, and I was like, "Whoa." What's going on? I want, you know, I like a bit of milk in my tea. I just like the tea to be quite strong, especially if it's Yorkshire tea. But that's yeah, you've got to strain the tea bag as well. So you've got to like leave the tea bag, strain it, and but have a nice bit of milk in there. You don't have just to have strong tea. You don't reduce the milk. But um, no. uh, Rob Boyle says you can put the milk in first if you're brewing it from a teapot. Middle class Rob there mm. with his teapot. Um, yeah, I'm I, not going I think... Rob. We don't get to use teapots, do we, mate? No, I can't afford teapots. Jesus. No, I yeah, my mum's got, mom's got like 70, 70 million teapots because she collected them for a while. So yeah. like, um, I I do accept that from Rob, I suppose, from a teapot point of view. I haven't witnessed my mother making her with her teapots, but personally, I haven't got a teapot. Um, Will says putting milk in first is like getting in the bath before you've started to run the water. It's just backwards. Yeah. We're not yeah, that's about a real good analogy. I like that one. I like that. Yeah, it's good. 
Um, yeah. So, so the end of the bread is the crust, and if you say it, if you call it anything else, you are wrong. And or the slag. Yeah, I like the, the slag. slag, slag, slag I think we should now we should get it out there that everyone should call it. They should start teaching this in school. Yeah, not my boys' school because I'll get in trouble. But other schools should teach this. Yeah, other people's kids should be taught this yeah. slag, but not my kids. Um, but yeah. I'm sure my missus would be thrilled if my teenagers started, like, I'm not eating the slag. Then get us the slag. Yeah. You have, no, I don't want the slag. You have the slag. I'll have the slag. No. Dad, yeah, that's not going to happen. No, I'm having mm. the slag. No, I want the slag. Oh, mum, I went to make some toast and dad had eaten the slag. Uh, what? Um, yeah, no, let's not do that. Let's not do that. Um, yeah, the crust, I hereby christen it. It's, that's it. If you just call it, yeah, I, I, I gotta go with that. Mate. Main name should be the crust because that's what it is. And like, we'll, it, right, we'll if you make a sandwich, right, if you make a sandwich, you mm. know, if someone says, "Can you cut the edges off?" They don't say, "Can you cut the edges?" What do they say? "Can you cut the?" Yeah, can you cut the crusts off? And then I crust off. So yeah, the, so I the edges have got to be bread. the crust because yeah, yeah, the inside bread. is bread, the outside's crust. Yeah, the thing is, made, right, is if you're an adult and you're asking for your crusts to be cut off, you're going to get a slap with the bread and then you get your hard drive checked. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Yeah, that's 100%. Ludicrous. If you look, they're on that register. However, I don't eat the slag. I um, I okay. My my missus will have it for toast, but I don't really use it. We it just tends to get chucked out in our house. No one really eats it. I I, I lather it in butter and I just eat it on its own. Yeah, the kids will eat it as like it does. I suppose it does sometimes get eaten as toast, but but on the whole, quite often it'll get chucked out. Uh, nobody it does likes, make good fried nobody bread. Likes likes the slag. Nobody likes it. It does make bread. good fried bread, though. Yeah, mate. Fried bread. I can never make, I can never quite get fried bread right. Yeah. I love it. Um, what do you call your bread rolls, mate? Rolls. Unless they're crusty, then they're cobs. Oh, fuck off with it now. Cobs. Fuck off. <laughs> so, That's where we are. Mate. That's the most middle class Tory Baps bullshit things on the I've fucking chest. ever heard in my life. You are a fucking Tory. <laughs> it's the most fucking oh god, it makes me feel sick. Cob. Fucking. But we call them rolls. If you go into Greg's and ask for a sausage roll, what you get? Get a fucking sausage roll. Yeah, but that's like a pastry one, isn't it? You wouldn't get yeah. like Two pieces of bread with sausages in it. But if you went, can I have a bacon roll? They give you pieces of bread with a fucking yeah, bacon that's in because, it. Yeah, that's because people are not stupid and, like, sausage roll is an individual thing. And then if you want a bacon roll, you have a bacon roll. You don't say, can I have a bacon cob, do you? You might say, I have bacon bat. If it was crusty bread, yeah. 
bacon bap or sausage bap. That's exactly yeah, bacon bap. A carb, I just think is. I, I stayed with a friend in Northern Ireland. I stayed with a friend in Northern Ireland many many years ago, and for breakfast they have a sausage roll roll. It sausage is roll, a roll, roll, two pieces of bread, with an actual sausage roll in between the roll. It was actually quite nice. Well, I bet it was. Do you know? So, like, so I know up in like Yorkshire and stuff, um, they sometimes call like a like a bread rolls, like balms and stuff. But I think you can kind of excuse yeah. balm cakes. Uh, my mum's from Yorkshire. They call it balm, balm cakes, tea cake, bread cake. Yeah, oh, I can kind of accept that from a like a and a what a Scotty. Stotty as well as in the Scotty. Stotty. Not having that at all. But I, I kind of... Never used the word in my life. Yeah, my mother like, says them. It's like a regional thing. So you can kind of... I yeah. can kind of accept them. Like, to me, it's like a roll. Yeah, but I, I can't. How can they call it a tea And if it's a crusty roll, do you know what you call it, mate? You call it a crusty a fucking roll. No, it's a cob. cob. Mate, I'm can so than you. I'm offended. Can, can I have a ham cob? Can I have a cheese cob? I oh wouldn't go in God. and say, can I have a ham crusty roll? I feel, Even you just I feel insulted. Even you just saying it makes me feel sick. No, crusty oh. is a cob. Crusty roll. Rob says, a cob, grow up. So there you go. Rob Boyle's. Fucking hell, Rob. I got feelings, mate. Come on. I know, isn't it? Bacon mm. roll, chip butty, end of. Yeah, pretty much. Ah, uh, chip butty. But, butty, that's something you yeah. didn't think about. Well, butty, that's like butty is for a sandwich, isn't it? Like, anyone, any one of our mates at the valleys? But like, you know, if you like, so if you have a butty, right? A butty, in my eyes, is like if you have like a chip butty or a bacon butty or something like quick, like something which is. Yeah, I've never quick, heard it called quick. anything like, other than bacon or chip. I wouldn't say. Have you heard many? Like, have you ever heard anyone say a sausage butty? Mm, yeah, sausage butty maybe, but I've never heard anyone say, "Pass me the bap, uh, pass me the butties, or pass me the baps." It's always pass me the rolls. Like, so I think there's yeah certain situations where certain things slightly change, but overall they're just rolls. And then if you make it into a like a chip sandwich, it's a chip butty, bacon roll, sausage butties, bacon butty. I think that's acceptable. I've never one... heard anyone say, "Can I have a sausage butty?" Yeah, I've never I've ever heard anyone say that, mate. I've heard bacon butty and chip butty, but never like you know. Oh, can I have a ham and egg butty? Never heard it. Yeah, I think so. Um, is butty specific to bacon and chips? I mean, it could be. I think it's a Welsh thing as well. I got to be honest. I don't know if it's a, a purely Welsh thing, but I think it's definitely. Yeah, we are pretty fucking weird, aren't we? Yeah, well, we got our own words, haven't we? Like Kutch and Butty and stuff. Like Will says, he went to Greg's in Stockley Park in London and asked for a pasty, and none of the staff, including the manager, had ever heard of him. Like, what the fuck is that about? What the hell did they call him? Just like chicken and ham. Bacon. bacon. Yeah. That's mental. No, that's a, bit, that's a bit silly, though, isn't it? How can you work in a bakery? But London's like a different country, isn't it? Yeah, but how could you work in a bakery and not know what a pasty is? That's it. That's true because it it comes from England, I think the pasty. So how can they not know? 
Well, surely everyone knows what a fucking pasty is. Surely. Obviously, not the manager of Craig's League. Wow. I think we should make a trip up there and have a little word with them. Oh, Educate while, you, well, while you're up there, you can vote for Liz Truss, can't you? You fucking cobby in Tory. She does do a good crusty one, I will be fair. Yeah, she's the end of the bread as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm so disappointed that you've come back with Cobb. It, it, it is though, mate. It's crusty. It's a cop. When you're I was in college, you're a school. father as well. So you're teaching your kids that. Oh, oh, Jesus. Don't I don't think they've ever had a crusty roll. I'm going to have to give them a cob now. You said that, mate. See what they think of it. No, you're going well, to have to give a crusty bread. roll. It's a crusty roll. Doesn't make any sense. No, it's a cob. It's a cob. Come on, you you're just being controversial for the sake of it now. No, I have never used the word cob in a sentence. Oh, actually, that is that's a lie. Do you know when I used the word cob? Got when, a cob on? Yeah, when my when my boy was having a paddy when he was little, and I said, "Ah, he's got a cob on." Never, never used it to refer to a bread roll, though. Do you know why? Because I'm not a Tory. Yeah, but I bet you've got friends at the valleys who call you a betty. Do they think yeah. you're a fucking chip sandwich? No. Yeah, but that's yeah, it's like yeah. it's, it's just one of them, isn't it? It's like different words, like some words have got multiple meanings. Like cob. Well, you can call someone a It could be a crusty roll, or it could be a child having a party. Yeah, indeed. Exactly that, Ned. You know, lots of these words have got multiple, <laughs> multiple meanings. But also, yeah, Rob Rob yeah. has just hit the nail on the head. He just said, I used to respect you, Reese. Yeah. See? You're losing. You sorry, Rob, you've never known me that well then, because you would have never <laughs> respected me before. Nobody's <laughs> ever respected me. <laughs> oh mate, I am so disappointed. How dare how dare you insuate I'm a good person? I am absolutely disgusted. I feel like ending this series now. Just, we're not even going to get to gender and the royal family. Right. All, all don't get a cob on. Gonna just, uh, gonna don't have gonna a cob on. Proper get a cob on. I'm going to go home and gonna, just going to go in the other room, eat a slag and go to bed. Well, there we go. Ask the missus for an egg mayonnaise, Bertie. What the fuck? She'll throw a she'll throw a slag at me, and that'll be the end of the conversation. So, right, <laughs> we'll let the people because last week when we done this live, there was um, there was some football on one there. So I think we'll let the people yeah. out there stay. Um, so, like, just have a in the comments, just say whether you and that people, you know, the week after as well, put in the comments. Is the loaf of bread end of a loaf of bread called the heel, the crust, or would you like it to be renamed the slag? Uh, Reese, what was the reason for it being called the slag? Everyone touches it, but no one really wants it. Here we go. Uh, so tell us what you think. And the then I, see, I, I secretly have it when the kids are in bed. <laughs> you phone it late at night and don't tell anyone. Just, just sneak downstairs. Get a delivery in. Get stuck in. I'll yeah. have a slag uh, and, and chips. All the best. And also, 
what are we going with? Uh, what do the people in the comments, what do they want to say is the correct terminology for breads? For bread rolls, sorry. So uh, I believe that you call a roll a roll. You call crusty rolls, crusty rolls. And if you refer to like a chip sandwich or a bacon sandwich, then you're it's acceptable to use butty. But uh, apart from that, if you use cob, if you use balm or like something quite regional to you, as long then as you it's regional, the Yorkshire accent, yeah, as long as it's regional to you, if you're just using that and you live in like fucking the center of London and you've never been to Yorkshire and you've never like got no links to Yorkshire, you've got no family from Yorkshire and you're calling it a bomb. Never even, then, never even seen one man and his dog. Yeah, you can join Reese in the bin with his cobs. But uh, or do you take uh, bacon bap? and sausage bap is also acceptable. Bacon and sausage bap. Yeah, bap is I bap is just about acceptable, I think. But uh, or if you prefer, if you think Reese is right and a crusty roll is a cob, then obviously let us know in the comments. You will be wrong, but you know, well, this is what it's all about. It's about debating. What if you don't agree with side, right your way. comment will be deleted. Yeah, well, it's my channel, so we just, whatever I say is right. But you know, we'll pretend. Uh, what else we got? So, Reese, uh, Rob says this is fucking outstanding. Uh, will says I'm calling it a slag from now on. Melted cheese slag, beautiful, absolutely. So, I think judging Good by man, the comments, judging by the comments, they all seem to agree with me, which is you know because I was right. But I'm going to change your nameplate from Serial Killer Files co-host to Reese Pycroft Tory. <laughs> that will forever be your nameplate until you say something else wrong. R P and L T forever. Tory, Tory Reese, and then what will happen is in we'll just have to wait then until you say something else which is wrong, and then I'll change it, change it to something else. <laughs> we'll just regularly update it to whatever you've said is wrong, basically. Um. So we just done 28 minutes on fucking bread and tea. Bread. We'll revisit the tea making at a later stage. Um, so if you went to like a burger van and you yep. get a breakfast roll, yeah, what, what are you calling that? It depends what they got wrote on their sign outside, mate. Some say bap, some say roll. None say cob because they don't put in fucking crusty rolls. And if they did, they'd say... They'll either say roll or back. I'll go with one. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. It's just a breakfast roll now. No, no, no. You, you, and you can't have, can have something like... A crusty roll is only for... I'd say for ham and cold Yeah, stuff. crusty roll is when you, you have a hot, bit, of treat, bit of soup, maybe. You can have a crusty roll with soup. But you know what you don't have? Is you don't I agree have with that one, yeah. Yeah, I'll call you there. You don't have... What would you call a tiger roll? Just a tiger roll? Or would you call it yeah, a crusty roll? Or a cob? Crusty roll, yeah. Crusted roll. You have a nice bit of crusty bread with your soup. That's the way to go, mate. What you don't do is call it a cob. Oh, Margaret, can you pass me the cob, please? No, fuck off. <laughs> really angry about that. Really upset. 
really upset by that. We haven't even talked about cyclists yet. This is going to be an interesting one. Right, so cyclists. Just getting you in the mood. Yeah. So with the cyclist one, like, I was, um, we were kind of like, there was a couple of different subjects related to the cyclists. So we're going to kind of throw them all into one. So the main ones were, should cyclists be on the road or should they ride on the pavement? And then kind of following on from that is if they're on the road, should they have to have insurance? Um, it's a difficult one. So I've got like two views. No, not it. really. To me, see, cyclists, they should be either be on a cycle track or in a fucking car. It's not really that difficult. Yeah, I don't know. See, I've changed my view on this over the last couple of years slightly because my boys cycle everywhere. My boy, my oldest boy yeah. cycles to work and stuff early in the morning, late at night. And like a lot of it is like cycle lanes and stuff. But a lot of it's not. And people are just dicks to cyclists. But you're not allowed to, if you cycle on a pavement, you can get told off. Whereas like my 13-year-old, if he's riding home after being out or whatever, or home from school, I want him to ride on the pavement because I don't trust the Habas 3 when there's cars everywhere, people picking up from school, they're rushing to get home and beat the rush and stuff. They're just, people are knobheads and they're angry and they want to rush Wicked, to Wicked is a different story, isn't it? It's not. Like, let, so let, the coppers around here, they, like, you're not allowed, if you, like, once you're over, like, young kids, so my older, my yeah. youngest is 13. He's got to ride on the road generally. So, but what annoys me is by my house, there's like a double pavement all the way up Cavilli Road yeah. and all the way up Birch Grove and around Birch Grove. Like there's a massive, like big double pavement. So there's enough room for people to ride their bikes and people to walk. So for me, yeah. I don't think adults should ride on that pavement. But I don't see the problem as long as they're not riding like dicks with kind of young teenagers riding. Like my older boy will ride on the road. He's 17. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. He knows the highway code. He's safe about it. Um, if you ride on the road without a helmet, whether you're a kid or a adult, you're a bell end. And totally. Even riding on the pavement, you should. I, I'm big on my kids wearing their helmets on their bikes, mate. Well, mate, here's the thing, right? Is you know, it takes one little action, right? man. You could don't even have to be, mate. And it, how many times, like as a driver, like half time, you could have a bump or something. It's not your fault. Like it's someone else's fault. Someone else's stupidity. Like, and as a cyclist, you only take someone a parked car knocking, opening their door, and if you haven't got a helmet yeah. on, mate, and you're going some, especially with these bikes now, which have got the the motorised thing on them to get them to yeah. go up hills and stuff. You fall off one of them, mate, with the, or the scooters as well. Fuck. Fall off one of them with no hand, no hand, uh, no helmet. Um, best case scenario is that you crack your head open and have mush for brains for the rest of your life. Yeah. And worst case is you die. And like, look, I, I'm saying that as someone who's when I was young, guys, my friend died from uh, on a motorbike. He had a helmet and everything, still died. Um, someone close to our family got knocked over. A little girl got knocked over and killed um, in Morgantown when she was like, I think, six or seven. Like, 
I'm fully aware of like the dangers of the road, which is probably yeah. why I'm a bit more like thing with my kids. And I'll say to my younger boy, even though you're not supposed to, I'd rather you ride on a pavement when you can. But obviously yeah. it's just when it is, but like probably two years ago before my boys were really like pre COVID, like over COVID they've started cycling more like, Pre-COVID, yeah. cyclists were just a pain in the ass to me. Whereas now, I'm like, yeah. So, like, Will just makes a great point, which was going to be my next point. If a cyclist crash on the road, there's a very good chance that they die. If a cyclist crash on the pavement, chances are the person, if someone walking, they might just get some cuts and bruises. Not very nice, but no one's died. So many cyclists die every year. Um, it causes cars to have to drive like really wide because they want to give them room. And if they're not yeah. giving them loads of room, they're being cunts and they're being really like trying to get close to them to be nasty. And, and it's just horrible. Yeah. However, on the flip side of that is if like it is at the moment, you're saying that cyclists have to ride on the road and they're supposed to take the middle of the road as well now according to the government and the highway code, which is ludicrous. But if that's what they're saying, they should have to have insurance and they should have to have some form of identification like number plates. It's just yeah, because I know loads of people who've had cars damaged by cyclists through no yeah. fault of their own. And you can't do anything. You can't trace the cyclists. You can't yeah. like get them to pay for the damage or nothing unless you phone the police and got to stay there for three, four hours to wait for the police to come. And, With the cyclist um, in a headlock. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely ridiculous. Um, Do you know what I think is beyond, though? Like you say about road cycle paths, when you go abroad, all the cycle paths are incorporated into the pavement. Yeah. Which is a lot safer in my eyes. Why haven't we done that? We've spent how much? How much money is this fucking country wasted on cycle paths, mate? Come on. Well, so, I know Liz my, is my mate. My boy that, uses the, so, like, my boy uses the Taft Trail quite often to get home from work. So, like, yeah, I know you're very pro Tory and you want to take away from the working class, but like, without the cycle paths. Like he would have to go on like main roads, really dangerous roads. Like, so like, yeah, I appreciate the cycle paths. And it, when he gets into town, there's a lot of cycle lanes. The ones I don't like is there's you know like a cycle lane, but there's two ways. So in this little cycle lane, yeah. you've got bikes going yeah, both it's not ways. Wide and this delivery, this yeah. delivery driver drove into him before, like late at night, like about half ten, eleven after he'd finished work, and like. My, my boys just said he had no chance. It wasn't, you know, he was stopped like and what waiting for the red light. And the guy was not paying attention, was on his phone, went through a red light and smashed into him, just knocked him flying, damaged his bike. Was your boy all right though? Yeah, he was fine. Boy, all right though? Yeah, yeah he didn't go. He's massive, isn't he? He's... Yeah, I, I don't think psychopaths should be on the road. They should be independent, like a pavement. You yeah, leave a little curve they, there, cars like, are so... much more wary of that. In Cardiff Central, uh, in Cardiff City Centre, there's like black bollards between the cycle lane and the road. So right. You've got the road. That's where you you've need. Got like black That's bollards, ideal. cycle lane, and then the pavement. So it's all separate. That's what you need. But of course, they're too busy yeah. 
trying to drum up interest for congestion charges and all that. And it's like... That's lanes and all that crap. Exactly that, Med. To me... Yeah. Um, when it comes down to it, you want to reduce congestion. You want to reduce cars on the road. You want to encourage people to cycle. A lot of people don't cycle because they don't feel safe yeah. on the busy roads. A lot of people can cycle. Yeah. Like... But if you but if you can cycle right and you're like I wouldn't be comfortable if I was able to. But I if I was able to, I wouldn't feel comfortable cycling on the road outside my house because people it's so quick moving, it's so yeah. heavy in traffic. But yet they expect me to tell my kids to cycle on it. No, you're all right, thanks. They can use the ginormous triple pavement outside my house, which doesn't need a problem. Um, yeah, I'm with, I'm with you there. There's there's so many simple solutions to, to many of the problems out there. But the government, as much as me and Liz are best mates, they'll never take the simple solution, will they? It's fucking no. ridiculous, mate. The no. country's fucked. It's as if it's one big game to us and we're just their pawns. Oh, yeah, mate. All it is is that they... Um, I saw a thing with, like... Um, what's his name? Jordan Peterson. I seen like a clip of on like TikTok or something of of him. Yeah. And he was saying the German um like Chancellor of Exchequer or something, like the whoever's in charge of the finance and the budget, said um she was celebrating the she did like a statement and she was celebrating the fact that the petrol prices were so high because less people would use their cars. And Jordan Peterson was like it made him feel sick and he was so upset by it because she's celebrating that like as if she's like this big savior of like the global eye, you know, the global warming and all the rest of the shit. But there's people who like will have to pay because like, it's this thing, isn't it? Like if you can't get petrol in your car, you can't go to work. Yeah. If you can't go to work, you lose your job. If you lose your job, you can't buy food. If you can't buy food, you starve, you can't pay your bills, blah, blah, blah. So she's celebrating global warming, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, less cars on the road. Great. But the people who actually live paycheck to paycheck, which, let's face it, is most of us, is yeah. like, right, well, I've got to choose now between eating and putting petrol in my car. I have to put petrol in my car because... Oh, you ain't going to eat again. I ain't, otherwise, I ain't going to have a job. So and then it's just a round and round thing, but it's always the the working class or the the poorest people who seem to get fucked over by these. And it's and always right. Shy. It makes me laugh. These fucking Tories and these people who are talking about the budget and how people need to budget their money and blah blah blah, save money this way, save money. Why are you fucking, fucking cow? Yeah, they're all fucking multi-millionaires, and it's like yeah, that's because you don't have to worry about what the price of anything is. Like, you don't probably even know yeah. what the price of a pint of milk is or a loaf of bread is because you probably don't even get it yourself. And it's like, uh, just fuck off. Absolute, yeah, driving me nuts. Yeah, as, mate. I'm, with you I, I'm with you there all the way, mate. Well, mate, I know you as a father, mate, there's been times where you'll just go without food to make sure your kids have got more yeah. or plenty. And it's like, they've never, they just haven't had to experience those things that yeah. most people and go mate, through. There will be millions of parents just like me who've done yeah, this. Yeah, 100%. Guaranteed. 100%, mate. Guaranteed. 
there was points in like and then you um, have some parents then you have some parents who say they do these things but their money actually goes on new nails here yeah. getting a fucking couple of bags on the weekend so your lives out yeah mate there was times in like lockdown there was one point where I think I went like I literally went like three or four days where I didn't eat anything apart from like a piece of toast and like yeah it was like three or four days and it was just like and you see all these cunts doing all sorts of stuff and like I just don't you know look I don't begrudge anyone doing anything what I begrudge nope, is when don't. some fucking Tory cunt is on the TV telling me how I need to get a job or I need to do this or this is how I can save money to afford petrol when they're putting the petrol prices up. And like, it makes me laugh, right? Do you know what? Did you know? I I only found this out a few days ago. Do you know the reason why everything's gone up, right? It's not because Russia is refusing to sell to like the European countries. It's not, they're not refusing to they're not refusing to sell their petrol. It's because Germany in particular, and probably UK as well, I'd imagine, they are, um, they're trying to make a point to say, no, we, we, you're under sanctions, so we're not going to buy petrol from you. And it's like, okay, that's fine. But that's not, like, you're only, you're only hurting your own people. Drives me insane. And the other thing about it is, I see a lot of people saying, look look how much the tax is on fuel, though. Come on. Oh yeah, mate. But look, look, it's this. They um, they were planning to put the, this petrol hike prices. This was planned before the COVID lockdown, and it got put. Oh back. yeah. Like people saying, "Oh yeah, you can't help the you know it's the Ukraine war and and it's this. It's not. It's fucking bullshit." We only down, we only had something like the UK only had something government. like three percent. We had something like three percent fuel from Russia. How the fuck is 3% going to affect us like this? Bollocks. Cunts, mate. We got well sidetracked. Cyclists, mate. It's, it's, um, never, it's, it's never going to... Oh, yeah, cyclists. That's where we were. Cyclists. cyclists got a bit of a cob on, didn't we, with the old politicians? Yeah, well, got, got knee-deep in the, yeah, in the slag. That's enough slag in my mate, Liz. Oh, let's get back on the cyclists. Liz, Liz, Liz. Will says uh, he walks two abreast on the Taft Trail. To make sure the cyclists have to go on the grass to get around him, just so he can <laughs> hear the abuse. They say, They're just I can imagine they get quite leery. Like don't get me wrong, like as a driver, cyclists do my nothing. Like they do, yeah. bug, it's it's annoying. But like as a father now, who's like, where my kids are older, like if my boy works nights. Like, I'm waiting for him to travel home on his bike, like, half 10, 11 o'clock at night, sometimes on, well, on, like, Friday, Saturday nights and stuff. So I'm waiting for him to get home, cycle home in the dark from town. So there's so much to take into account in there. Like, I'd, I'd be on edge, mate, so I'm with you. Yeah, I can't, I can't rest. I'd, I'm, I'd be on edge, mate, with my kids, so I'm with you. And he, like, but you've got... Yeah, like, I'm with you there, things, 100%, mate. It's all sorts of things, isn't it? Like there's groups of kids hanging around at late at night doing all sorts. There's drunk drivers coming home from the pub who are just trying to get home without being pulled over, so they're not really paying much attention yeah. or whatever. There's so many different things that can happen, and maybe a 17-year-old doesn't always take into account those things 
Whereas me, if I was doing, if I was riding home that night, my head's on a swivel and I'm like, blah, blah, blah. But they haven't got the, like, particularly my kids, like, let's be honest, like, my boys are quite fortunate. They've never gone without. They've lived in a nice area all their life. They've, you know, they're not fucking living in the Bronx or something, like, you know? Yeah. They're, they're, they're quite, like, they're pretty middle class, probably, in in some ways. Yeah. But, like, also, like, they haven't got the life experience which we've got. So they're not expecting those things that could happen because they've never yeah, been we... they've never been mugged <laughs> or they've never been like accosted by a gang of kids or seen the damage that drink driving can do yeah. but i have yeah but when you, somebody man. else been through it all. yeah but when when i tell them that they're like yeah yeah dad i know yeah we get it you know you've told us before blah 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 yeah we do understand In but, but because, yeah but it's because you can't learn you can't learn by someone else's mistakes yeah, you you can only learn by your own experiences. And but even though you might the thing listen, is, mate, remember when we were kids, we rode round on bikes. Remember yeah. what dickheads oh, we were riding round? I was an absolute Come on. psychopath on my bike. Just and like even when I was like a bit older, like when I was working in a pub, like 16, 17, my mate used to pick me up. And funny enough, it's my mate who later went on to die on a motorcycle. He used to pick me up on his fifty cc like motorbike and then um, like pick me up like nighttime like my boy finishes now like, and when the pub closed yeah. and I ride home from the pub to my house which was only five minute drive or something ten minute drive but like no helmet weaving in and out of cars and shit nuts mate I had a I, I we um me and my uh my, my mates we went on this kid's bike and he let us borrow it neither of us had ever been on a motorbike before um when we were in Kriger and he said oh yeah, yeah have a go if you want just don't go far so I'm on the back and my mate Simon's driving and he's just gone and we've just disappeared for like 20 minutes just bombing around Kriger no helmets on either of us and then as we've come out of Kriger onto the Lantrisson Road he's just like the wheels have locked up we've both come off it luckily in hindsight just like skidded along the floor basically on the side but like good luck yeah mate fucking hell and then and i bet when your boys are out all these things go through your head don't they yeah of course they do because i remember all the stupid shit i did and then um, as we were like sat on the floor in the road on lantrisson road like entrance to crygo like sat on the floor with a bike which isn't ours like laid on the floor with no helmets sort of dusting ourselves off this car pulls up full of kids and just goes oh, all right lads what's happening you okay yeah do you want to swap that bike for this car and we were like no it's not our bike mate and they, were like, yeah, <laughs> they were like it's not our car, not our car either. <laughs> but, uh, yeah then were the days then were the mate, days. first time i ever rode the bike was when i was living in ibiza granted i probably wasn't in the right state to be riding a bike but i lasted a good 10 minutes on it and then i went through the window of a shop and it was the bike rental shop my mate had rented the bike from. Mental, isn't it? Do you know what, right, mate, as well? Is um, on, on the cyclists. Like, I do think if they're going to say cyclists have got to go on the road, I do think you should have to have insurance and you should have to have some time, type of number plate. But I also think 
Safety. Um, the scooters, um, the e-scooters, like because you can rent them out in town and stuff. Yeah. And in, I don't know if it's in Cardiff. If it's in Bristol, yeah. you can't. Brist- Bristol is doing They're it. all over the place in Bristol. Yeah, like, Bristol are doing it. Brothers, they... week. Yeah. yeah. Everywhere. Um, that's just a fucking death waiting to happen, those things are. But like Will makes quite an interesting point yeah. actually, yeah, right? Um, and when I drive up to my in-laws, when you go like down through Ely, like there's always people on these bikes just weaving in and out of traffic and the scooters, we even in and out oh, of traffic. Mate, Ely, and the you worst. literally you've got to have your head on a swivel, mate, all the time, because otherwise you will run over a kid. They're just because they they're in and out on no, the scooters. Mate. There's little kids in the roads, in between cars. So I literally, I drive like five mile an hour up there because I just, you cannot trust people to like think, oh, there's yeah. a car I, there. I go through Ely quite a lot, mate. Yeah. I go through Ely quite a lot. And I reckon in the last hundred times I've driven through there, not once have I gone through and not seen a kid on a bike or a scooter. Guaranteed they've got a balaclava or something on as well. Yeah. And it's just... They don't give a fuck. They're in and out of cars, wrong side of the road. They just don't yeah, care. It's scary, mate, because like most places you'll go and they'll like kids will be around on the street or whatever. And then, but they'll see a car coming. So they'll get out of the way. Like, There's a car coming. That'll kill me if I stay here. So I'm going to get out of the way. Yeah. But these kids will just like, they'll stay in front of you and they're weaving and out. And it's fucking, they expect like, you maybe to see them. Years ago, when we were kids, if we'd have done something like that, Someone would have got out of the car, give us a clip, wouldn't they? Oh, mate, on, let's be fair. I right, listen to this. When I lived in St. Melons, um, I was driving out of my like a state or my street, right? And there was these load of families out there, right? It's like a bank holiday or something, and they're all having beers out the front, and there was kids everywhere. So I'm driving slow, and this little girl has rid- ridden her bike off her drive, come between two parked cars, and ridden her bike into my wheel. Yeah. So, big bang. She's fallen over. She's crying because she's scared. I haven't done anything wrong. Like, nothing wrong. I had all my yeah. kids in the car. They were little. And this guy's come over with them and he's like, said, Oh, you know, don't worry about it, mate. She's fine. I saw what happened. It wasn't your fault. Don't worry about it. Just drive off. And I'm like, Well, mate, I'm not going to drive off because I want to know that the little girl's all right. Like, even yeah. though it wasn't my fault. Like, I'm not, you know, I'm a dad. I'm, I got my kids in the car. Like, I want to know, and then the dad's come over. He's pissed up. Fucking give me a couple of digs in front of my kids, so they're screaming because there's loads of people around as well. Like, and to be fair to his mate, he was like, "Mate, what are you doing?" Like, he hasn't done anything. But what has happened is the guy has been sort of slightly across the road, seen the aftermath of it, not the yeah what happened. So all he's seen is his little girl on the yeah. floor. Bike and the car stopped, and she, you know, you anyone reacts in that sort of emotional state yeah, yeah, and yeah. way. So, any that was it. I went in the end, and like I wasn't going to get into like a fist fight with yeah. him and 20 million other people. And I had my kids like very young as at the time in the car, so I kind of just went. And then my kids wouldn't go home that night. We had they stayed at my in laws, or we all I think we all did in the end, but like it wasn't very nice. But then the next morning. The guy come round to my house because I was like, I was almost like the odd one out when I lived up there because I didn't yeah. really, I knew people, but like I didn't get involved in like what they were doing because yeah. I had, we had moved up there. We knew we weren't staying there for long. We only stay, we were only there for about a year or so. 
and it was like a bit of a weird thing. But like, and there's nothing against it. Like, to be fair, like living up there, like he's got a bad reputation in some parts of it. But like, hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We had no problems whatsoever. Apart from that, that was the only issue I had. When you live there, that is usually different, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, it was funny. Like, the first night we moved up there, um, the next door neighbor was having, like, a beer out the front. And I went out and just said hello, introduced myself or whatever. And he said, oh, yeah, man, if um, if you ever get locked out of your house, don't stress. I used to break into houses so I can get you in easy. And I was like, right, okay, great. Thanks for that. Welcome to the neighborhood, baby. Brilliant. Thanks, mate. But now I never, <laughs> never had any problems up there, like apart from that one thing. But anyway, the next day, this guy came around to my house, knocked the door and apologized and was like, mate, I'm really sorry. He was bang out of order. And I assume like his missus has probably had a go at him. And his mate has pointed out to him that if I go to the police, like he'd be in a bit of trouble or whatever, which I was I wouldn't do because I'm not really that type of person yeah. anyway. I ain't no grass. And um yeah, I just just shook out. Still hands. a man takes a takes a big man to come say sorry and admit fault, mate. It does, mate. It does. That's what I said, like because he knew like he'd been a prick, and regardless of whether he thought he was gonna yeah. get into trouble, it was still a difficult situation. Yeah. And like I said, no problem, no problems at all. Um, that that's that's what like pisses me off for them kids on bikes. If you got out and give one of them a clip, you're either going to get into shit with the police, have their parents around, or they're going to pull a knife on you. Well, this is what I always think about the when I when I drive up to my in-laws and we go through really like, um, yeah, and when I I think about like that situation, but I also think about like what happened when. I was younger with that little girl and stuff like that. And like, there's a lot of things which go into it. So I like, I, there's a lot of life experience about why I drive the way I do when I go up there because I've yeah. experienced it. And it's like a lot of these kids who are going bombing around in cars up there, they haven't got that life experience. They've never experienced it. So they no. just think, Oh, I can go fast. I know this road. And it's just yeah. and it, like, it's nasty, mate. But the other side of it, Will makes a good point. He's an interesting point. He says, as a driver, I would rather have some chav doing wheelies in front of me than some lycra wearing entitled prick thinking he owns the road because at least the chav knows he's being a prick, whereas the the lycra wearing cyclist just thinks he owns the road. And like, yeah, and that's an interesting point of view as well. Uh, that's a good because... point. That is a good point. But I will. Yeah. Give, I'll give you one bit of advice. So you know, when you're going through wheelie and you've got these dicks on their bikes. You can't get out and give one of them a clip. So what no. you do is, what you do is, you go find their mum on Tinder, make no, them their step kit, ground them, video. fucking sell their PlayStation and tell them to pull their fucking trousers up. <laughs> no, but then, and this is the other thing, isn't it? It's like all these kids, whether it's Ely, St. Melons or wherever, like everywhere, anywhere. in outside of Cardiff as well, like Barry, the rest of it. Like, yeah, I, I don't have to tell these me. Kids, all these kids, mate, right, is if you did... God forbid, like hit one of them, their parents would be out there 
Oh yeah, claiming all, claiming all sorts and that because these are the same people who let their kids just wander the streets. Mate, some of the kids I see around Cardiff, like young kids, like three or four, and they're just yeah. out on the streets, like being supervised by like seven year old, eight year old, and it's mate, frightening it's... to me, mate. Frightening, mate. You... A couple of months back at my kids' school, um, they were all out playing in the play- playground. And one of the kids who lives close to the school, his parents don't make him go to school. You know, they're that family, mm. complete twats. The kid's only seven. He climbed up onto the school fence and was shooting little five-year-olds with a BB gun. And then when the police went around the house, the parents are having a go at the police. Kids like that, they haven't got a fair shot in life, mate. I fucking hate it. Yeah, well, like, what's the, what the what are the kids supposed to do, like, do you know? Yeah, like, I, I I went round and seen the mum and dad. I was fuming, mate. I was at my fucking. I was fuming. Some they shot my girl, my little girl's friend, and she was stood right next to her. Mm. Uh, I bet they just went. Mm, didn't care. Oh, it was screaming blue murder. They called the police on me because mm-hmm. I went round them. <laughs> fucking laughable, mate. Laughable. So where we where do you stand on cyclists then, mate? To to wrap us up, I'm all for them, but I think the government need to like help them out a bit. Putting cycle pass on the road is fucking useless. They're not going to use them, and I understand with all the traffic going back and forth, all the shit that's in the roads is going to get kicked to the curb where like the cycle path is. So put the cycle path up on the fucking curb, extend the road a bit. It's quite simple. Yeah, if they did well. They if they do. If you've got what you've oh, got... Or like what they say in Cardiff, put bollards between it. Yeah, if you've got like those little bollards in between the, yeah. the, the the cars, the cycle lanes, and then the pavements, like so all three are separate. Like I do think if you've got that everywhere, or mostly everywhere, yeah, I think that that separates everything. And then if, if you know, you're always going to get like, like Will said, like the lycra wearing entitled ones who think, right. no, no, I'm going to go on the road. Well, what you do yeah. is... Instead of bothering kids, instead of no, but instead of the police bothering kid and PCSOs bothering kids because they're not not competent or not like confident enough to to drive on the road yet, so they're riding on the pavement. Instead of bothering them, go and then you can go and bother the dickheads who think they own the road and upset all the cars and just and cause problems to traffic and go through red lights. All the delivery drivers and stuff on the bikes who just are riding like the wrong way up the road and all the rest of it. Like they're just a taxi the They can wheels. go after them though, can't they? And yeah, as you say, right, this is where you ride your bike. Doesn't matter if you're a kid, an adult, that's your allotted area to ride a bike. Maybe kids under, I don't know, six, they can ride on the pavement if they're with their parents and whatever. But other than that, yeah. you go in the cycle lane. That's where the bikes go. If you go on the road, yeah. you like the same. If you were, if you rode your side, your bike at the motorway, you get done because you're not allowed on the motorway. Yeah. So, same thing. If you've got allotted lanes everywhere, then that creates or negates the issue. And also, if that's the case, and they're pretty much everywhere, you don't need cyclists then to have insurance. For when they have collisions with cars, because yeah. they will very rarely come into contact with cars, because they'll always yeah. be in the allotted area. However, if you like now, uh, the government approved schemes and they've got a ride on the road. Well, then 
you should have to have some type of license, even if it's just like a basic knowledge of the highway code. You should yeah. also have to have insurance and you should have to have some type of identifying number plate or yeah, something. And, and you know cities where they have a congestion charge? Yeah. Any city that has a congestion charge, a cyclist should be charged fucking double because I'll guarantee with all the stopping and starting they make cars do, that's a lot more fucking pollution than if a car was just generally flowing. Wouldn't Charging be a problem if they had those cycle lanes everywhere, mate. Yeah, quite frankly. But as they are, charging everything. Yeah, charging everything. Uh, Will says anyone who doesn't have a driving license shouldn't be allowed to ride a bike on the road. Yeah, basically, if you're on the road, you should have to have a driving license, insurance. Form of license, yeah. And obviously, road tax and things have been abolished, but they come into things like insurance and stuff now, don't they? But like, that's what. Um, and that's and what I'm going to throw it out there. I'm going to throw it out there. I'm, I'm all for banning Lycra. Just saying. Yeah. Well, in certain situations, I think it's I know right. what you're thinking. I'll agree with you there. We won't mention it. Crusty bread. Oh, cob, you mean, yeah? No, I mean the end of the bread. Oh, right, the slag. Yeah, with a lot with crusty bread. End of the loaf with a bit of Lycra is lovely. <coughs> <coughs> um... So we get uh, the heel tonight. Yeah. <laughs> What's new? What's new, mate? What's new? Um, guys and girls, as always, the big debate has has come to a, an end. I don't feel as upset as I did about half an hour ago. I was very, very, very upset to learn that Reese is a Tory, and um, until he makes another mistake, he will forever be known as Tory Reese. Um. You can even follow him on Twitter now at Tory Reese, and uh, he'll uh, set up a new account, especially as punishment. I've got a website. I call it Rory.com. Reese <laughs> Tory. You want to did that? <laughs> Very clever. Very clever. <laughs> I um, I would ask for the results, but I know that I was right on everything I said today. So I'm going to just accept my victory and accept that it was a very enjoyable conversation. Something just fell off my desk. Hope it wasn't valuable. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it, mate. That was good. That was really good fun. Um, yeah, that was. And as, and as per usual, we probably spent say, more mate, time talking about other stuff than the debate. <laughs> yeah, you got it. But it's like what I said, mate, about um, life experience and stuff. Like as we were talking, you end up having a couple of stories about like yeah. bikes and whatever, and it's just the way it is, mate. Wait till we get to gender and fucking the rest of it. Hear some stories then. Woo! <laughs> Used to be just on weekends. I got some real good stories for that one. Yeah, I've seen the pictures, mate. <laughs> Phew. Brutal. Um, but yeah, guys, spread the word about the, the big debate. Putting the world to rights, Will. That's exactly right, mate. Um, and all, obviously on Thursday, I'm going to put out last week's big debate. So um, please do, like... Spread the word. Watch it again. Leave comments on the videos as well, because that obviously just helps us move up the the algorithms and stuff like that. And check out uh, tomorrow's episode of my story with sixteen year old Johan Thomas. Honestly, baddest, guys, have a watch. You will, in the planet. you will not believe the kid is sixteen. And have a look at some of his fights. You still won't believe he's sixteen. 
I'm shocked, mate. I, I am genuinely shocked with that. If you'd have asked me, I'd have said he was older than Jack Shaw. No, I'm 16 years old. Can't fucking believe that. It's a bad man. Baddest teenager does on he, the planet, says Jack Shaw. Does he fight on? Does he fight on a shaky's gym the same as Jack? Yeah. yeah. I thought so. Yeah. He um he fights in like Cage Warriors Wales now at the moment, but he's be on the main Cage Warriors soon anyway. It's madness, madness. Right. Crazy, Always a pleasure, mate. Take it easy. Good night. Nice God one, tonight. And everyone else out there, good night. God bless. Fuck Go and have a nice ham cock. Get yourself to the bed. Fuck the Tories. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.